0: Grand Rising, everyone. Natalie coming to you live, Spirit and Coffee. Got my coffee here. Tell you what, I have not been able to get up early. Something, I don't know what it is, but uh, body may be going through a different transition or whatnot. So <laughs> been waking up a little bit later and getting on here a little bit later. So hopefully um, individuals who are able to get on um, from other parts of the world that they're able to get on here. Hey, GP man, how are you? started um, the um, telegram so if you want to send me your username um, I can invite you but if you want to go find me it's at spirit and coffee um, which is my username spirit and coffee or at spirit and coffee and telegram if you use telegram Um, just to sort of think with the group what we'll do is um, maybe talk about what pressing issues are happening in your location what choices you're feeling pressured under and then explore other options and ways out because for what i'm understanding or seeing is that people just don't feel like they have a choice and choice is a critical thing and sometimes we can't see what choices are available to us um especially when we're feeling pressured um, it seems to it seems that there are only maybe two choices, right? There's either this or that, but really there's infinite amount of choices. And we sometimes can't be creative enough to figure out what those choices are. Um, and so we just kind of freak out and panic and then we do something that's, you know, we just choose from maybe our irrational state of mind rather than actually honing in on, you know, what are the options and sitting down? It's kind of like if there was an emergency, right? And this typically is what happens. So for people who are in the medical field or do emergency work, they have to learn how to calm their nerves because they don't want to take make irrational decisions, right? They don't want to just, you know, you could really basically the lives of somebody are in your hands. And so you have to be able to calm your nerves. You have to be able to calm yourself down to make a choice that feels powerful, or choose from a powerful place. So, you know, I can tell you what happened to me. Um, Typically in my family, I tend to be the rational one, right? I'm more of a logical thinker. Um, I tend to lean to the left side of the brain more than the right. And um, so when, you know, there was a day where my sister was panicking and, and she was actually getting scammed. We didn't know this, but someone called and said they had their daughter, Uh, her daughter for ransom. Some girl was crying in the background. They said, if you don't give us the money, you know, we're going to kill her. And it was crazy. Okay. This is how crazy the world is and the crazy shit that people do. Um, the whole time she was on the phone, they said, do not hang up. If you hang up, that's it. And, um, so my sister, she didn't hang up. Well, no one knew where she was and she wasn't answering the phone for us. Right. Um, and, we thought on the other end of it because she wasn't answering for us that she was missing, because her daughter was with us. And see, she was on the phone, and these scammers were saying that they had her daughter, and if she hung up, they would kill her. So we, so there was her thinking her daughter was missing, and me and my family thinking my sister was missing because we couldn't get a hold of her, we couldn't find her. And her friend, the last person that had spoke to her, said she took off and said, "Oh my god, I gotta go, I gotta go." They have her. They have her. So the last person she spoke with, his story didn't add up, didn't make sense. And I'm like, oh, my God, did that guy kill her? So, you know, all this weird shit started going on. Everybody was panicking. Um, Her friends started to come. And everybody was in a panic and irrational state of mind. And for me, I I instantly go to logic. I said, everybody needs to calm down, right? And then everybody starts yelling at each other and the nerves are on. And it was pretty crazy how people get. They get so crazy right now the reason i'm explaining this story is because that's the possibility we're on the break of people losing their minds because right now everything is pretty calm the waters are calm until real pressure is applied when real pressure is applied to individuals the psyche goes out of control Forget all of the stuff that you were learning. Forget all of this and that and the other. It goes right out the window and you forget and you start to go crazy. So there's the rational mind has to come in and, and sever almost that irrational state of being. And it's kind of crazy. It's almost like you have to shut it out. So your rational mind is there and it's good. It's helped, helps you for survival. But if you go into an irrational state of being, what ends up happening is you end up making these rash decisions that can harm a lot of people and you. Okay. So as the story goes, right? So my sister, so we think she's missing. We call the cops and I told everybody, I need you guys to breathe. That was like the first thing I said, okay, everybody, please look at me and just breathe here's what we're going to do. I said, get, do we have chart paper? Let's put chart paper up on the wall and we need to start to uh, a timeline of where she's at. Where was she? Who was she with? Who did she talk to? Who was the last person? So we started to chart out all of these things so that we can start to find perhaps where she was, or at least have an idea of where we can look for her, or find her. So If you saw it from like an investigation, right? If you were out on the field, if you were in the medical field, you're not going to be running around erratic. If someone comes in bleeding, you can't do that, right? You have to calm them down. You have to say, okay, breathe. I need you to breathe. Everything's going to be okay. You can't go into a state of panic. If you go into a state of panic, you're just going to cause more havoc. It's going to go, everything's going to go more, even crazier, right? So, how do you become sort of the calm in the storm and you have to sever that. So the reason I'm saying this is because the choices that we make sometimes we feel we're pressured, so pressured that we make these erratic choices. Good morning to those on Facebook. I don't know who's on here. Say good morning if you're on Facebook by the way, just because hi Byron, um because uh I don't see who's on here for some reason. Um and so when we when we start to resolve when we start to step into the rational mind, we can start making better choices and calculated choices, Not, instead of irrational choices. Irrational choices lead to a lot of craziness. So as you're looking at what's happening in the world, as you're starting to see what's going on, as you're saying, well, what choice do I make? You know, I don't feel like I have any, you do. And what it's gonna take is for you to really be logical in your decision-making, understand the facts, right? This is where facts are important. So I talk about the imaginal a lot. I talk about the unconscious mind, the subconscious mind. But yes, facts are important. And it's good to understand and know the facts. Why? So that you can make a better decision. So you can choose, right? So you can say, okay, well, here's the different options that I have. Now, if you pigeonhole yourself to two options and that's all you can see, well, then you're going to have to turn on the, the imagination. The imagination is going to give you the the opportunity to see it from different perspectives, different lenses. But being irrational is not going to support. So the, the, that's one thing that I want to just talk about because I know a lot of people and I don't know how you guys are feeling um, where you're at. If you're feeling pressured, um, you know, and you guys are, are welcome to share. Um, but what I'm saying is we can support each other in that way looking at the choices that we make and really using our rational mind and reason to understand why we're making those choices. If we get severed into or cornered into, there's no other choice but these, then you are not being creative and you've totally severed your imagination completely, which you don't wanna do. Imagination is what's gonna reshape this world. People are in panic mode right now. That's, that's what it is. People are panicking and because they start to panic, they just do, they do irrational shit. They do crazy shit. That's why you have people who will start shooting people. And I'm like, I don't even know that it needs to get to that point. I think people could bow out gracefully if they chose wisely and they understood why they were making the choice and the consequences that come with the choices that they're making. So how do we choose rationally? And then how do we create choices that we didn't even know existed? So it, it, you get creative. And the way to get creative is with other people. So if you guys wanna be part of that chat group, I know Barbara's on there, you you guys are welcome too. And you can just send me your login or whatever it is, your your username for Telegram if you're on there and then just add to the group. And also, Tell me, um, for those of you listening, what is it that you want to hear? What is it that you're needing support with? Give me some ideas so that I I can start doing what I need to do to support you guys. Mental health and IQ are a factor. Yes. Um, so what is it that you guys are are needing support with? Um, I know that health was a big thing. I think the main concern is finding more people around me that I can rely on for food and work. Also learning skills like homesteading and survival stuff. Awesome, I love that idea. So Bahram, in the chat, in the uh, Telegram chat, I invited my friend Michael, um, who is knows how to grow food. Um, he um, has land and he knows how to do survival kind of stuff. Um, Of course, he's in the US, but if we get enough interest from individuals, um, maybe we can do workshops and stuff like that on things that everybody's interested in, just to give you at least an idea of what uh, to expect if you choose to um, go off the grid, which is what I think some people are going to want to do eventually. If things get crazier and crazier and crazier and don't ease up, you know, that's what the new world's going to look like is people living off the grid. But it means what? Well, there might be partial technology. So you may have access to technology still, um, but you may not. And so that's a big, you know, looking at that as well. So it's understanding what what's going to happen if we choose to live off the grid or Are we gonna stay in society and learn how to grow our own food within society and stay stay there and not have to worry about depending on the grocery stores or big egg big egg rig to give us our food? Um, so what are the implications of that? So um, if that's for you, anybody else? can chime in um who has other things that they might be interested in maybe we can also more knowledge of common law natural law creating a template letter that can help us with our decisions with the shop. okay yes um again michael so in terms of language and law um now natural law is actually living by the laws of nature that would be like going to the land and actually living in the land without any paperwork okay so so natural law is literally living like a like they would say probably primitive or like a caveman right that's natural law and we've had tribes who have done that right in fact that's how we were at one point we were living completely off the law of the land um, and then we started to create governments and all this land ownership, and then paperwork started to become a part of it. So private law and common law, um, sort of are a construct of, of man. That is a construct of man. Natural law is a construct of God. It It's just happening. So we can't really, we could start new societies based on the laws of nature, but here's the deal we're human so we we only we distort the story in laws and that's why law is so distorted that's why we're seeing all this weird shit right now because we're human we're trying to be gods i think i think some of these people are trying to be gods like with a capital g okay we're all mini gods right we're all connected to the god right we're a reflection of god but these individuals are saying, hey, I'm, I'm like God. Like, I can tell you what to do with your life. No, you can't. Who are you? Get out of here. You're a human being. And if you're an alien human being, you're still flesh. So, like, get out of here. <laughs> Shoo fly. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> you cannot tell me what to do. <laughs> like with employers, for example. Absolutely. Okay, Barbara. Yes. I think those are big uh things i know again i know michael is a good resource i have a i do have a bunch of individuals who do uh, deal with paperwork um now but that's within the united states so i think how we can maybe be a support is um understanding how to support you with the maybe the laws that you guys are abiding where i live under tell me Bahram, what is your um uh, what are you guys under are you guys you guys aren't coming i don't know anything about this stuff really i follow natural law like as closely as possible so i really don't pay attention to the laws (laughs) i do here's the deal well let me tell you this if you're paying attention to natural law you're naturally gonna fall in line with law you're never gonna break the law because you're in harmony with natural law so you'll never break the law so i don't pay attention to what the real laws are. What do you mean? Um, what kind of government do you guys have? That's what I mean. You're in Scotland, right? I don't know what government it is. I know we're a democracy. Yay, Natalie. You got that far. <laughs> I know that there's some communists, some communism out there. Um, conservative, conservative are in power now but it's not a democracy, right? So like Republicans, but what is it under? Is it like a, a Republicans? Okay, conservative. Okay, let's see, hold on, sorry. Yeah, like a two-party system. Oh, okay. Do they call it something? Is it socialism, capitalism? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. It's funny, politics is not my thing always. Same as America, your democracy? Well, then you do have loopholes if it's set up and structured kind of similar, I'll say that America, here's what I'll say about the law in America and why it hasn't been so easy for them to um, enforce and pressure the way that they want to is because the constitution, the way the laws were written, they were written in a democracy which gives and provides loopholes and there's tons of loopholes. And so people feel like they don't have a choice, but if you start reading and understood how to read the paperwork, and the language you would understand that there's always an out. And they do that because they have to write themselves out. For whoever needs an out, they have an out. So we wonder why so we can look at it from the perspective of like, well, why is Trump why can he do tax evasion and blah 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 and all these questions. It's like it's not what he's doing is not illegal. What he's doing is he's finding loopholes and those loopholes he knows very well because he was born and raised to understand them we weren't they didn't teach us that shit in school (laughs) they didn't even teach us how to balance a checkbook (laughs) 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 Haha, ha is not really (laughs) but not really um so you know they didn't teach us finance they didn't teach us all those things they're not going to they didn't teach us really the laws they didn't tell us what the laws were they That's not, I mean, unless you went to an elite school, you know, I went to probably the worst schools. I went to the worst school in my neighborhood. So, a little bit of background about me, which I don't typically talk about on Spirit and Coffee, because you guys need to understand that I've come from the streets. I didn't just, uh, I wasn't just uh, naturally educated and come from a silver spoon and, you know this and that and the other okay my story if i told it to you guys would freak out probably half of you would be like what the hell um and i went through a crazy life i had a crazy life um and we'll just say i went to the worst school um and sad to say that at that particular school a little boy just got shot and murdered so send prayers out to those to that family um because Uh, You know now they're talking about how this school's terrible. This was the worst school ever I'm like, you know, this shit has been going on since I was in school We had gangs we had had to fight, you know, it was crazy There was drugs and it was middle school right drugs gangs violence all that stuff Um, And I was a part of all that now was I in a gang? No, did I agree with it? No Um, But I had to fight because if I didn't fight then I was gonna get jumped by the entire school and I saw a good friend of mine got jumped by the entire school. Um, all the kids were were just because he was different, right? So what I'm saying is I've come from the, the worst of the worst, okay? Um, I have lived a very, 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 very crazy life. Um, my friends, um, most of them are either dead, um, they're addicted to drugs, or they're in prison or jail um some of them did get out i will say that some of them did get out but it trust me it was a crazy lifestyle so when you match street smarts with academic smarts it becomes a very big challenge for these people um so am <laughs> not sure what your guys's story are stories are um but there are loopholes right and they, they um, sorry, I'm, I don't even know why I started talking about that, but there you go to tell you a little bit about my life story. Hold on. Let's see how many kids I don't have children. Um, I found the loophole with the mask. Yeah. But so far I'm concerned with the vaccine loophole. My country has introduced the COVID passport. Got it. So, um, let's see here that, you know, of <laughs> how many kids do you have that, you know, of? that's funny. Yeah. No, I don't have children. That's, uh, I would know that. <laughs> although I do have nieces and nephews and I love them and they think I'm the crazy auntie, which of course I am. So they know all this stuff. So, you know, um, looking at it, you know, so being through the dark of the dark, right. And, and understanding, but living through natural law, you automatically are in synergy with, with the law itself. Okay. So how do we, um, that you know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place right now. I don't know why I went on the story of when I was young, but I guess it had to come out. Okay. So let me do here. I found a loophole with the mask, but not with the vaccine. Okay. The passport. Here's the deal. The passport is going to be probably, yes, an issue for some who want to travel. You may not be able to leave what they would say legally out of your um, country. Okay. So here's the deal. I love to travel. My mind says, well, if I need to have a passport and I don't want to get this thing and I don't want to do, I don't want to be forced into something like that. Then I have to be okay with knowing that I'm not going to be traveling because we will have the the thing is with the choices that we make, if it does come to this craziness, right, where we have to leave our place behind, you're going to have to give up the comforts that we have. And part of the comforts is travel. Now think about it from this perspective. If we go back 200 years, there wasn't pl- airplanes and easy ways to travel either. You know, it was a voyage at that time. You had to go out on a voyage. So what's happened is they've made things very easy, right? Technology's made things very easy for us. So for us to come and go became easier. And, and so we might have to give up that discomfort. That's what I'm talking about with the choices. Like there are going to be some choices that we may have to actually give up. And we may have to be uncomfortable. That's part of the choices that we might have to make. <laughs> there were airships. Look at Titaria. Okay, so there could, but it still wasn't easy to travel. Okay, not as easy as it is. We're very mobile, right? If people were traveling, they were part of the elite. They were whatever it was. Anybody today can get on a plane and go across the sea and the ocean to other countries. It's easier for people to move. We're more mobile than we ever were before. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm getting at. So the these passports, our ability to be mobile, um you know it, they're saying well now you can't be mobile you you're gonna have to just stay put how about that or we're gonna take this right away from you does it mean you never will be mobile no it just means that you're you may not be able to board a plane and fly across the sea i can guarantee you see you guys gotta understand that people are gonna do what they're gonna do what they're gonna do so Just because there's this passport doesn't mean that everybody's going to follow, abide that rule. Even going through their systems, they're just going to go around it. So it's like ask for forgiveness, not permission, right? (laughs) You've heard that before. We're like, I didn't know. I didn't know I needed that. Oops, I'm on this ship and I'm sailing somewhere and I didn't even, nope, I guess I don't have it. Or individuals that are like, hey, I have a ship, just come we're not we're not asking for passports. So things are going to shift and change. If you're going to think through their system and their lens, you're going to continue to live with their lens. That's what I was trying to talk about the other day. It's going to take imagination to create something new. If you're thinking within the system and their systems and the systems that have been provided, then that's the that I mean they're going to tell you what your choices are. They're not going to, there will be a loophole, yes, depending on how the language is written. In America, there's loopholes, left and right. And people who teach these loopholes get in big trouble. They will get put in federal prison. I know. (laughs) I actually know this. (laughs) People, they don't like people understanding how to work this work the system in America. And that's why people get cut off. That's why people get in trouble. That's why they ban people. That's why people disappear. That's why all this stuff starts to happen because they're like, no, those loopholes aren't for just anybody. They're only for the select few. If you wanna understand, read the language. And I know that certain um, individuals are. Now, I don't know where else in, you know, I know everybody's from different parts of the world and the language is different and the structures are different, right? We live in a different structured society than, mo- than a lot of individuals right now. And so America right now has all of these loopholes and, and they're trying to figure it out, but they don't, it, they can't because it was written in such a way that gives an out to all of the individuals who have created it. And they did that on purpose. And they have all these misdirects and redirects, right? Because if you looked at the language language of OSHA, OSHA doesn't match up to the language of Congress. They can't ask for medical information. I mean, it's just against the law to do that. Your employer cannot say, I need your medical records. They could say that's a HIPAA violation. There's these laws that are in place that are protecting certain things. So there's this, there's this, this thing where they're going, well, now what do we do? because we have to pass this legislation and then people are up for for voting, right? It's time to vote for individuals. And how do we wanna see the world? And then they freak out. And so the the system that we're in right now in America is a little bit different. Now, in your space and place, if they do create loopholes, you're gonna have to understand the language. But not only are you gonna have to understand the language, you're gonna have to learn how to live by that language. Because if you're ever, let's say, stopped by a police officer, stopped by a person of quote unquote authority, and you're not living under the same jurisdiction as those individuals, you're going to have to learn how to talk the language so that they understand. And we call that creditor language, right? Where it's in harmony and it's a win-win situation for both parties, because that's the language that they speak in. They don't speak in creditor language that's the language we've been taught we've been taught debtor language and how to cause disharmony with with individuals so that we're naturally put in debt meaning we naturally owe them something they don't owe us anything so you've got to understand the language you've got to understand contract law you've got to understand a bunch of different things now i don't take that route because that is not who I am. I don't follow the paperwork. I follow God. And that's why I do spirit and coffee. But if you're really interested in working with the language and the paperwork and all of that stuff, there are people who actually do support individuals that are wanting to do that. I say, we don't need to be working in their paperwork because all we're doing is falling into their trap and into their whole perspective and worldview and we're just doing exactly what they want us to do regardless we're playing the game with them basically we're saying yeah I ascribe to your game well I know what I ascribe to and I ascribe to God's game which has nothing to do with paperwork it's a whole other perspective and worldview do you know the language and if so who or where did you learn it (laughs) Well, Bahram, that's a story for not spirit and coffee, but I'm willing to talk to you on the sidelines. Let's just say that the person who um, I was learned from or the person that I connected with um, got in trouble and they made him shut up. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I'll leave it there. Yes, we can do by Telegram app and I don't even know that he's doing any kind of work like that um anymore. I think he's he's he understands it the way I understand it that it that your remedy's not in the paperwork. He's in the same mindset that I am, which I've known all, all along and which I'm teaching here on Spirit and Coffee. The paperwork isn't going to set you free. The paperwork is not where your remedy is. You are the remedy, and it's real. I know it's really kind of hard to understand, but I do have a good friend um, who is all about the paperwork, and he he and I tend to ha- clash when it comes to trying to connect and understand the worldview. You know, he thinks he has the remedy through the paperwork, and I said, "Well, that's fine. Go ahead. You you can do the paperwork all you want." but again you're saying i ascribe to that game you're not creating something new you're not using the active imagination to create a new earth and that's okay you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to because really with spirit and coffee it's not just about that it's about everybody and whatever you choose whatever path you're going to choose is going to be your path yes i have resources in different directions um and people that you could talk to but here's the deal the language here's okay so debtor and creditor language i'll give you a couple of, of things what you're going to need to understand the best thing for you to understand and i'll give you this is a sort of a hint and yes you guys can subscribe subscribe to the channel and if you want we can do more um language stuff there you guys tell me that group is really going to be driven by what it is that you guys are wanting and the support that you're needing you know, rather than spirit and coffee, which is a different worldview, it's a different way of looking at the world. This would be okay, I'm playing in the game. How do I get out of the game? What do I need to do all that kind of stuff? So, so, so here we go. So you guys, um, we can describe again, it's at spirit and coffee. That's the, the channel. So the greatest thing that you should understand or come to know with language is distinguishing distinctions. That's the biggest part. Okay you have to understand that you live in a collapsed distinction what you think to be true is not true you have to understand what fact is and what story is all that the system operates in is fact they don't operate in story they don't care how you feel they don't care you know if this person made you feel that way and that that's the act that you actually enacted. They just care about facts. What are the facts? So if you understood the facts versus the story, that's a big piece of it. And understanding how to distinguish distinctions. We have collapsed distinctions. You've gotta be able to distinguish, understand what the language is telling you. If you don't understand what the language is telling you, then you're no good. And this takes years of work. This goes beyond just lawyers and law because lawyers and law, their language is there for the system. They're not really for you, they're for the system. That's really what they're there for. They're almost like, well, they would be called agents. We have all these agents that work within the system. The judge is a referee, the judge is not there to make judgment, the judge is there to move the court. So there's just a bunch of different language. And like, honestly, Um, again, not really, (laughs) I don't get into that. Trust me. I've had very, I don't want to say heated discussions, but I'm like, no, we've got to transcend that story. It's beyond that for us to create a new world. And I know that my, the person that taught me, um, was on the same page. He was moving into the, um, the, what do I want to say? The spiritual piece of it which is where it all lives. Okay, so Santos Baraki and Biddy Buccia, Buccia, I think her name is, I've listened on natural law and how to interact with the police and courts. Yeah, they do that. They, they uh, They do speak about natural law and they use the language of natural law, but remember when you're interacting in the courts, you're interacting in their domain. You're still within their system. I'm saying we don't even need to have their system at all. Why do we have to go to their courts? Who, how do who gave them the authority to be um, a court? Why did we ascribe to that that idea that they can um, preside over us to begin with at all? Who are they that I have to walk in there and um, let them know who I am? I don't have to let anybody know who I am. It's nobody's business and, and I don't have to let them know that they don't have authority over me because I know they don't have authority over me because God does. So again, I transcend the stories of courts and all that. But if you guys, again, are interested in that in, in the chat group, it's definitely something we could do. I don't think my friend, um, does anything when it comes to that. Um, I mean, I could definitely ask him if he, you know, is willing to chime in at times and stuff like that. But I think his mindset is totally like me. He's on a whole other trajectory. But again, I'm here to support you guys. um, And whatever is going to help you get through the transitional phase into something new. Because what you'll come to find is that you're going to end up in the same space um, that I am which is trying to figure out how to create a whole new system that system doesn't work it's not working so we've got to be creative and to create a new a new way of existing in the world that i mean that's really what's going to heal the world it's a new way of existing because otherwise we're ascribing to their storyline which is fine there's nothing wrong with that again there's nothing wrong with that. And I know some of you are are just on your journey. You guys are, are, are just starting to look into conspiracy. Some people didn't even know, like uh, my roommate, she's very into conspiracy theory. I told her, you know that I was doing all this work when I was young, I was just a kid. I've understood all this stuff since I was young. Why? Because my friends, the friends that I hung out with, that's what we did. We looked into all Illuminati, all that stuff and when you start to go further into it you recognize that spiritual alchemy is how everything was created the orders the masonic lodges the illuminati all of that stuff was created through spiritual alchemy so if they are creating systems through spiritual alchemy you have the power to create your own world your own your own community your own way of existing in the world and that is that's possible that's what's needed right now. So, um but in the immediate, which I think you're talking about the immediate circumstances is how do I um work through this story? So, yes, uh uh Barram, there are people that I can connect you with, GP man if that's what you're interested in, and anybody else who's interested in that piece of it. Um we can do that with the chat and then you guys just let me know um whatever else. And then use this as a way our spirit and coffee as a way to start to understand the language, right? This is, I would say, here's what I would say. Let me give it to you this way. What you're dealing with is the language of the little gods. Okay. When you're in the system, um, and you're working with the system, you're understanding the language of little g. When you're working through alchemy, the way that am you're understanding the language of God. Big G. Now I'm not saying you are God, but you're trying to understand and interpret the language of the Big G, Big God, which anything is possible. Any scenario, any scenario is possible. Little G doesn't know all possibilities, right? Little G just lives by the language and follows it, right? Could not find you on Telegram. It's at Spirit and Coffee. That's uh, let's see. Here, let's put it here at. That's what it should be. Um, GP man, you can also, I think you've sent me, have you sent me an email? I think you did. Send me an email and I will add you if you send me your username. Um, So, um, so again, looking at it from that perspective. Okay. So again, we're speaking the language. So yes, you need to understand the language of the, what we created, which is, we're like, okay, we'd say like little gods and we've created this microcosm of a world and this microcosm laws and, and all this stuff as if we know what we're doing. You we don't know what the hell we're doing. That's what I'm going to tell you right now. Humans are so, I don't even know. And then we have the language of God. God. Now, the language of God right, comes through us in our, the imaginary world, in the, in the imagination. This comes through symbols. And it, it it comes in ways that we don't truly know how to understand, but once we do, we can apply it to the natural world. That's what happened. So when we start looking at how structures were constructed, when we look at the pyramids, when we look at all this shit, we go to alchemy because alchemy is the process by which it was it derived from. It rose out of those thought processes. So it's a big. <laughs> I guess I'm and sometimes I become lofty that we can create a new world that's what I'm saying we don't have to live within the world that exists today we can be creating something new birthing something new the promised land if you will which is not it's we can't think of it in terms of what of the way we're operating right now that that's not going to work we have to start to transcend it you can't Solve the problem with the same mind that created it. That was Einstein. He said that. The mind that created the world that we see today cannot, you can't resolve it that way. We have to transcend that story. We have to create a new storyline. That means that we have to be creative in how we do it. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. And yes, I guess, Bahram, you pull out the other part of me that you said, I know you know more than you're letting on. I do. And the reason why I don't speak about it is because, um, well, that's not where I'm at. But I mean, you have to know it. And I, I guess that is true. I think part of uh the, the awakening for most people is understanding the language. That's why I tell people, pay attention to your words. Words are creating, word shape, words came from symbols, symbols came from imagination. So you got to remember, the, so let me just back it up because I want to really make sure I land this. We created the word, we created the world we see today out of imagination. What we're viewing today is not real. We do not need to ascribe to it as real. If we go back in history, right? I'm even reading these articles right now about how native traditions lived and how they didn't fully, uh, they weren't modern minds. And if we looked at the primitive mind, we would see that it lived in the imagination, right? And when we start to look at the hydroglyphics, if we start to look at how they started to write words into being, they started with pictures pictures of the natural world to describe the experience the experience then from there came symbols symbols became vocalized and vibrational tonality through our voice then we started putting alphabets together so that we can describe the world around us look at your go to your if that's another thing you want to look at your tells you how language and vibration tonality creates in the world certain hymns certain certain ways the fire letters of Yahweh if you look at that it tells you how it was created so the symbols and the language are shaping and creating the reality that we see around us that's what's happening we have lost touch with that so the language that we have today doesn't truly it's can't, we can't even describe what the hell's going on today. We don't have words for what the hell's going on today. I call it the twilight zone. That's probably the best way that I can describe what I see happening in the world today. Twilight zone. But are there words to really describe the reality that we're seeing, this false reality that's playing out? Well, we can't really put words behind it. And some people are looking at it like, what the hell is going on here? How do, I, how do I use the language to even describe this or get out of it? Or what is it? I don't even know what it is. It just looks like a big goulash of block. I don't even understand, right? Hi, I can see you're a very practical person and live in the now. I do. That's my biggest problem when I listen to you. It seems impossible to me. That's where I struggle. Like, I do focus on what's in front of me and not the bigger picture. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, let's just say that it's not easy and it's hard for me because I have so much in my brain. I don't, and everything's interconnected. And because I've done this work since I was like three, so everything's interconnected. So for me, it's kind of like, well, how do I give you all the information? (laughs) And it feels like I'm all over the place. Some people are like, I don't even know what's going on. And I'm like, I do, I get it. Trust me so and spirit and coffee is a free-flowing platform but yes there are systems and ways to bring it forth so spirit and coffee is this free-for-all this kind of free speaking this free flowing it goes from one subject to another there's an interconnection and flow to it because i can go from one subject to another and but it all interconnects in spiritual alchemy that's what i try to get people to understand So it might seem like, oh, shit, she's all over the place. What the hell's going on? But here's the deal. When I'm not on spirit and coffee, my life is is like what? Okay, well, it's structured. I have structure and I have to have structure to ground myself. What is the structure? What is it that I'm doing? What am I up to? So it's understanding how to apply the concept, right, to your life. How do you apply these concepts to your life? And it does sound like a lot. And I overwhelm the shit out of people. I do, that's the truth. People can only be around me for so long before they're just like, I don't, I'm just overwhelmed. But in my brain, I can see it all. I, I can I can see all of it unfolding and I know how to make it interconnect and work, but that takes time and it takes reading. So you're right now, You're, you're on your journey. You said that you just some people are just waking up like yesterday, <laughs> you know, and and are barely starting their journey of research. It, it, they're just barely starting it right now. Right. I have years and, years and 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 years of doing this stuff where everything's interconnected and there's gonna be epiphanies for you. You're gonna hear something and go, Oh shit, now I see how that connects to this, to this, to that, to that. And before you know it, it's almost like Your neural pathways have connected and synergized and fired at the same time. And you can see the web and how it all relates to each other. That's what ends up happening. As you continue down the the rabbit hole, you'll start to see it. The interconnection to everything. It's pretty wild. But again, it ends up lecture. Someone asked me one question and I say, well, I don't know if you have about five hours to listen to the answer because that's what it's going to take. There's no just one answer, (laughs) you know, it's not just a yes or no, but it could be simple too, right? We could say, well, it's just love. Well then, okay, great. That sounds great. Now what? How do we utilize that love? Do we love people when they're cutting us off in traffic? Probably not me yelling at him <laughs> different times, some men are now women. um, I like to focus on what's in front of me, yes, so what's in front of you now, and I think with the group we can do that we can we can say what's you know what's in front of you, and that's kind of where I was leaning the group. What's happening now, what's pressing now, and how do we support you to resolve what's happening right now? What resources do you have now it's pro- it may not be um it may be exploratory in terms of we as a group may not have the resources you need but we may give you an idea of who you can go to or who you might talk to or where you might get what it is that you're looking for and i think that more brains together than one is good because we all have our own individual way of perceiving the world and then how to how to maneuver through it So um, did you find me, GP man? I don't know if you're still on there, but I don't know if you found me on the chat. So, so please uh, on the telegram. If not, you can email me at spiritandbrew at gmail.com and I'll add you to the telegram. And we can talk to Michael. Michael knows language as well. I added Michael purposefully. He's uh, an amazing guy. And he and I um, have traveled together across the United States. On the back of a motorcycle I rode with him. And we tented on the side of the roads. I've done all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> Let's just not go on Natalie's life and what she's done. So, but he he's amazing and he knows how to eat out of the earth, which I love. He knows, like, we would literally would stop on the side of the road. And he would pull weeds and he'd be like, we can eat this. And he'd put it in our salad and we'd eat it. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. Like, yeah. That's what I need. I need someone who knows how to eat from, like, the plants on the side of the road because we have an abundance of food and people don't even know it because they're so used to going to the grocery store. They think that that's the only food on the planet when that's not true. There's tons of food on the planet. Mother Earth is always given of food. We just don't know (laughs) because they don't teach you that in school, do they? Which circles back to what I was talking about in school. They don't teach you shit in school. Okay. Was the icon Yoda on the telegram? Yes. <laughs> <It's> baby Yoda. <laughs> I call myself baby Yoda. I'm a Padawan in training. Always a Padawan. Never a Jedi. Always a beginner. Um, Yes. As a baby Yoda. So you got it. So you go spirit and brew. Um, oh, Okay. Got it. GP man. Yo, yo. Got it. Okay. So good. You're there. Awesome. So, um, Bahram, I know that those were the things that you were interested in. I will definitely, um, you know, reach out. I'll perhaps reach out to my friend Michael today and have a conversation with him. Let him know kind of what that telegram group's about. And, um, he's always willing to, um, interact with individuals. He does paperwork. He's been part of, um, some of the really big, um, groups that have tried to bring down a lot of these individuals in the united states which you know especially the pedophilia stuff and all that kind of stuff so i'm not going to go into all that but you know he knows his his stuff he's been studying it for a long time and he may know people from around the world that couldn't support you um you know with whatever it is that you're wanting to so really great resource actually um and i have a bunch of them I have a bunch of other individuals, and I could ask my old um people that I studied with if they if they want to be part of that group, which is fine. I don't mind that and them sharing what they know um and putting a group together um for the purposes of people feeling you know at least they don't feel like they're alone and that they can they have a way out and that if the language and having to go to courts and having to to stand in front of the courts and all that which seems intimidating right i i'll, I'll just give you one example it does work when you know what the hell you're doing in court I'll tell you that right now um and then this will be my last story because i've been going on for an hour lately which is pretty crazy i usually go for a hour the the courts. Um, so I had a dog and the dog, <laughs> he was deaf, blind. I rescued him. I was doing a good deed, but, you know, I'll do good deeds. What happens? Um, and he got stuck in a sticker bush. I let would let him out in the morning and he'd go by himself because whoever had him trained him and he got stuck in a sticker bush and then we had to take him to the the groomers because oh my god i felt so bad i cried he was all messed up well they said that that was abuse and they went and called the people on me the animal control people anyways i got summons to court um and this is when i was just going through my you know my process private law courses whatever and everybody was excited for me they're like you get to go to court and i was like i don't think this is fun like i'm not happy about this i know you guys are excited i don't know what i'm doing I'm freaking out. I'm nervous. And they, they, they coached me, right. They told me, here's what you're going to do. Here's what the judges, you know what to do. Just get up there. You move the court, you move the court. You're there to move the court. The judge is the referee and you're just there to move the court. Um, so I move the court, you know, I get in there and, and, you know, you see all these people and they have their representatives and I'm by myself and, and, um, and I told him, okay, here's, I give him my plea. And I said, your honor, I, I moved, I moved the court to dismiss this case, right? That's what I do. I'm here to uh, move the court, motion the court to, to dismiss the case on grounds of blah, blah, whatever. And then he looks at me and he goes, okay, Ms. Penny, he goes, and now, do you have any counter things? He, t- he looks to the state because it was versus the state. And they didn't submit the paperwork that they were supposed to in time and all this. So it was a technicality. So on a technicality, I was able to get off, right? So he he looks at me and he's like, you guys didn't put the paperwork in that like you were supposed to. You didn't give Ms. Pena enough time, blah, blah, blah. And then he looks at me, goes, Ms. Pena, what do you wish to do? I said, I motion the court to dismiss the case. That's what, that's what I'm here to do. And he looked at me like, you know, you're competent. And he goes, have you guys tried to negotiate this or mediate this on your own? I said, yes, Your Honor, I did. I tried to to negotiate, mitigate on my own, and um, she didn't want to. And he goes, you know what? You guys go figure this out on your own. He sent us to a back room, um, you know, and the lady's like, this is what I want to happen and this and that and the other. And I said, no, I motioned to dismiss. Like, you don't have any ground anymore. Like, you screwed up. You didn't put the paperwork on time. I mean, it was really quite stupid, to be honest with you. So we go back out. And we come to an agreement. He goes, have you guys come to an agreement? He was pissed that this case was in his court because he saw that I was rational and that I understood the language and I understood how to maneuver through the court. So he was not happy. The, the judge is not there to be pissed off at you or whatever. They're there to, to move the court. They're the referee. You're just wasting their time if you're in there um, and you are able to resolve this without them being there. So to him, it was like you're he he looked at the at the state like you're wasting my time. What are you doing? He dismissed it, right? He's like, it's dismissed. Get out of, get out of here. He goes, Miss Peña, you have a good day. I mean, he treated me like I was, I was like, wow, that's interesting. I didn't really understand how it worked. Which to me was amazing, right? I was like, whoa, well, there you go. That's kind of cool. And, you know, and I had my friend with me and they were like proud of me they were so happy about the result right of course i never go to court i mean that's just not me i um, i i usually they can't even see me because i live in a whole other world view but there you go and um it was dismissed and and that became one of the funny stories that we would tell in groups right like my my big day at court right so there there is a system there is a way um, and if you're in harmony with the system and you understand the language, um, and you understand that there's technicalities, they have certain amount of time to p- submit certain paperwork and give you a certain amount. Of, and if they mess up even a little bit, they have to dismiss the case. So they have no room for error and the paperwork, um, you know, is there. So if it helps you are cute, a female cop let me off a ticket by learning, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, if it helps, yeah, that's funny, well, that's what people say, oh, well, you're, you're cute, this and that, it gets you off, and all this stuff, but it's not, I mean, it wasn't really, that wasn't the case, the case at the court was, the, the judge was like, you're competent, you're like a competent person, why the hell are you in my, my, he even looked at him, like, why is she here, I don't understand, like she's competent. And you guys went as far as to bring her into court and subpoena here and all this stuff. Like you're wasting my time. She's rational. She knows what she's talking about. Go fix it. That's what he basically told the state. You go fix this. And I was like, yeah, you fix it. Because the, the ball's in my court. I'm the winner. <laughs> it was just funny. Anyway, whatever. So there you go. So yes, I understand la- some of the language and stuff, but again, that's not where I play my game. I play my game um in a different realm, um, and that's what it, that's what it's gonna take, right? Is us being able to do that to to create a whole new um paradigm shift, a whole new world view, um, but uh, but again, if that's what you guys are interested, um, you know, radio projects as well. If you are on Telegram, you can find me um restart a group of um uh group. Tank or what is it called? Think tank. (laughs) Maybe like a think tank kind of group is what I'm thinking. Um, where individuals can, you know, come and then we can see how we resolve the issues. And I think that would be good and it's supportive. Um, not getting too entangled in that stuff. So at spirit and coffee. Dennis, can you give me your uh so let me give you mine on Telegram? That way you could find me. It might be easier. So it's at Spirit and Coffee. That's it. That's my username. If you want to add me to telegram, you could just be added to, to the telegram. All right. So there you have it, you guys. I can spend all day with you guys. I've obviously love you and want to make sure that you guys are feeling safe and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to talk with my friend Michael. We'll get things going um, for you guys um, and at least get you in a direction or a trajectory that feels um That feels empowering to you in some way, so that you can feel empowered, so that you can feel like you have that you're empowered to make the right decisions for your life. Okay, all right. So there you have it. Um, Have a great, fantastical day, um, and I will see you all tomorrow. Okay, bye bye.